Welcome to the MN Sports and Variety Show. We got opinions and now we got a platform. It's Eric Grady with you on this uh, fine Sunday night out of Minneapolis, Minnesota. And with me is our co-host, Mr. David Zeller from the great state of New York. How are you, David? I'm good. Don't live there, obviously, but I am still in uh, the Hudson River Valley in um, upstate New York, just outside of Kingston. So... It was when it was like 105 degrees in um, Minnesota this week. It was like 75 here. So it was actually quite oh, so. jealous. So how, how was the wedding? Yeah. Wedding was fantastic. Um, they did my sister-in-law and, and her partner. They, they own some property, um, like I said, just outside of Kingston, uh, which is the sort of the bigger city near the biggest city near them. Um, but it's like right on a creek. And so they have this land on the other side of like that, basically this kind of like little, like sort of mini highway. Um, and they got married over there and then they had the reception in the backyard. Um, so it was just, a, it was just pretty small, like 65, 70 people okay. total, but it was intimate, but it was a, yeah, super fun kids. The kids took over the dance floor. Um, my kids as well as a couple other, um, little ones that were there. So that was really fun and cool to watch. So yeah. And then yeah, kids didn't go to bed until super late obviously. So it's been a, the the day after the the Loons game when uh, we got home late and then um, today were a little struggles with the <laughs> with the kids being very very tired so now we have to get on a plane tomorrow morning so with well last afternoon mid afternoon mid yeah that's a lot leaving like eleven thirty eleven thirty New York time so okay yeah so hopefully it should be as bad as the the flight out here we left or super early we had to, we got to the airport at like. 4.30 in the morning, so... Oh, Jesus Christ. Just the 30 flight, so... Yeah. Wow. So this is a little more... We have, we have to drive a couple hours, but it's not it's not too... Yeah, we've been... I We all got struck with the uh, norovirus about midweek last week, and it really only lasted like 24 hours for me, so it was horrible from, you know, 2 o'clock in the morning until 5 o'clock in the morning, but then by 5 o'clock the next day, I was fine, but um, my wife has... Uh, rheumatoid arthritis, so she takes medication to lower her immune system. So my daughter really had it for about a day and a half, and and my wife just did not shake it uh, nearly as long. So she had it for probably a good solid three, three and a half days. So she just was getting better today. So that we all we were all, <laughs> but uh, but I had the kids going um all over the place. We had uh, my kind of a a distant cousin, but we're very close to him, was in town for uh, a doctor and his uh, his partner, who's also a doctor. They were um, in town from him from Philly and her from uh, Milan, um, Italy. So they were in town. So I kind of tried to to shake off the uh, norovirus and take them around. And mm-hmm. we did we did all the touristy stuff, you know, Mall of America. And one of the other cool things that we did was um, Vikings training camp. So that was kind of the yeah. first thing I wanted to talk about. Yeah. So that that was Thursday, and um, I was kind of just getting over this um, that that stomach that stomach flu. But um, so I didn't eat too much there except just drinking electrolytes. But it, it was really fun. But it was very hot that that day. Temperature wise, it wasn't like super hot. It was just muggy. It was just really humid. So I would say I had never been before. I always wanted to go when it was in Mankato, and it seemed like. I was never able to figure out how to get down there or I just didn't put enough, you know, uh, 
whatever, want to into getting down there. But, um, you know, now that's convenient right here in Egan, finally made it. And, you know, it's not, it's not too bad. I think if you bought parking ahead of time, it was 10 bucks and it was 10 bucks to get in and kids were, kids were free or they were five bucks or something. So, you know, it was 25 bucks, but, um, it really, the, the practice itself wasn't anything too special. What was more impressive to me was all the activities they had for kids. They had like a full, like mini golf course set up. They had tons of bag tosses. Um, they had football cards that you could collect that the kids collect. So at every different station, they had like a different card. So it was like, oh, hope I get, you know, CG ha CJ Ham over here. I've got them all except for one. So my my nep nieces and nephews really liked that. Um, they had this one really cool thing that was like a multimedia picture booth. And you would put on like, I don't know, Justin Jefferson or TJ Hawkinson or, you know, Jordan Addison or Cousins or whatever, um, Alexander Madison. And then they would like walk out and kind of do like their signature thing and like strike a pose and you would kind of copy them. And then they would make like almost like a football card with them in the background and you in the foreground and then email it to you. So that was really cool. So Cora was standing in line for that. And I just took Cora because Aria was still getting over the stomach bug. And that's my um, almost six year old. And all the kids in front of her did the JJ and did the gritty. And they were all like um, having so much fun with it. And Cora, um, she was like, oh, do you want to do the gritty too? And I felt really bad for this girl. She must've been, you know, 20 years old just soaking wet because she was running around doing all this thing in this little tent booth and uh it was so humid and i felt i felt really bad for her. i was like can we like tip these people like this is terrible but um so she was like do you want to do the gritty and cora's just like no and she, she she's like okay well here's what players i have and she's like jj like i just said cora's like no and she's like you know addison hawk hawkinson and she's like no and then she goes kirk cousins and then cora just goes yep kirk cousins and i was like does she even know who like kirk cousins is and she just said it so like confidently but basically like kirk came out and kind of like crossed his arms and then like put his as his like hands on his hips and and cora did that too and it was it was a really cute photo but um so, so it was cool i'd say kind of i think if the weather was cooler and um, kind of my kids were more into it, I would go. But as far as like the practice went, it just, I mean, it started at 11 and they didn't really start joint practicing until like one. So there was like a lot of downtime. And then at first it was just a lot of one-on-one -on -one drills. Um, you know, Josh Metellus looked good. He was batting down, batted down a couple balls. Um, uh, Ty Chandler had a couple nice runs, got through the line. Um, Cam Bynum, I saw, got smoked on a crossing route. Uh, Kirk was throwing the long ball well. Um, overall to everybody, basically JJ, all the other receivers, um, short passes were, were not, not as much, but, um, you know, it, it's really, it's kind of hard to tell in those joint practices. I mean, they, they were hitting, but like barely, right. Um, not much to say about the last preseason game, either, uh, the quarterback out of BYU, the, the, the new kid, the seventh rounder, Jaron Hall, he looked good, but it's so hard to tell because the, the level of the players that he's playing against, I mean, a lot of the players that were playing in that game are going to be cut this week. So, um, uh, Nick Muse continues to look really good though. Um, you know, as a fourth tight end, I got to think other teams are going to be interested in, it. I know they're going to try to stash him on the practice squad, but got Hawkinson, they brought Oliver in, um, Munt was very good for us last year. So, um, I, I would think there's gotta be some interest in that guy. He had a nice, um, couple nice catches. Um, uh, uh, Hall had a nice TD pass I saw um and then Jalen Rager had two catches for 28 yards in the beginning of the game so that might be another player that they might be looking to shop to so um 
you know, it, it we'll, we'll see it, you know, it, I'm kind of glad preseason is over. We can get on to like real football now. So I don't know, mm-hmm. not, 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 you know, how much can you tell it like really with scrimmages and, and these preseason games and not a whole hell of a lot, but, um, but it, it is making me more excited for football. The weather was cooler. It was like 70 degrees today, you know, 72 or yesterday or so, whatever. And it was like, okay, this, this is like football weather. It's coming today. Today was hotter, but yesterday was cool. Um, just some, some brief notes on fantasy football. I only put, picked uh, two players today. I think um, both of these guys are good value guys. Uh, Deontay Johnson, the wide receiver with the Steelers. His ADP is uh, 72-73 right now. Um, last year, he missed training camp. He was negotiating his contract extension. Didn't have a ton of reps with Kenny Pickett. Um, a lot of the ex- analysts are expecting a bounce-back year for him, and, and I agree. I've had him on my team before. He can be frustrating because he, he gets a case of the dropsies sometimes, but um, – He's very talented. He's fast. He runs good routes. He gets open, um, which is very important for a wide receiver. Um, he finished the year as wide receiver 28, and that was with zero touchdowns. And that just seems extremely unlikely to repeat. So there's a, a regression, a progression to the mean, I believe, um, in his case. Uh, for um, Brandon Ayuk, uh, similarly, he's going 88 with San Francisco. He's going as wide receiver 31, and last year he finished as wide receiver 15. So that that's a tremendous gap. He gets a ton of targets. He gets about the same amount of targets as Debo does, and I think there's just too big of a gap there, and and, and there's value. Um, so that's it on on fantasy football. Um, I know everybody's draft in the last couple of days has been kind of texting me their drafts and stuff. Um, my I historically draft on um, Memorial Day. So uh, Memorial Day, Labor Day. So mine's coming up. Um, and then just a quick note on uh, USA basketball. They did smoke um, New Zealand 99-72. Um, our guy, Ant, had 14 points. He was 5 of 10 from the floor, but um, unfortunately 0 for 3 from 3, which I would like to see him knock down some threes. He did have seven boards, which is great, though, and three dimes, which is nice. Um, him and Eric Spolster had a tiny bit of a dust-up, not really kind of not much ado about nothing, but he asked, they asked about coming off the bench in this game. And he said like, he, he wasn't, I just read it. So I don't know like how it sounded, but Ant basically said, I'm not cool with coming off the bench. So <laughs> I, I don't know. Um, and then he, but Ant did give him some props to Spolstra and the heat folks and just said, he understands what they mean by this heat culture. Um, and I, I'm in, you know, intimating or whatever that that means he's impressed by that that work ethic that they have and like he kind of do things things the right way. It was almost getting kind of nauseating by the end of the playoffs there. But um, if Ant says there's something to it, I guess there is. So that that's it in the Vikings, uh, T Wolves in Asia a wrap up. Um, I don't know any uh, any thoughts on any of that, Mr. Zeller. Yeah, uh, well, yeah, I don't know. I. I... Just picked my fantasy football draft order spot earlier this week. I don't even know what our draft is. I think it got announced today somewhere on email or something. Um, but I'm picking – it's an A-team league. Again, this is how ridiculous this league is. It's an A-team league, and it's two quarterbacks. Um, so quarterbacks are very valuable in this league. Okay. So um, I'm picking eighth. So I'm picking I – I got the hot corner, so I got the turn. Oh, nice. I, yeah, I like so, I like that better sometimes. I like that better than a mid guy. If you're not getting like a top three or four of the picks, I'd rather not go like five through 10 and then get those, you know, 12, 13 or whatever. Um, I, I, I yeah. think that oftentimes there's more value there. And um, I've just had some bad luck. It seems like I always get seventh or eighth, like fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth. I think I'm eighth again this year. It's just, it's a, it's a bad spot to be, but what do you end you? Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, the other thing I'll say too is so obviously the loons won um, today. If you're listening to this podcast, yesterday. Wait, wait, no, they tied today. Oh, sorry. Yeah, it was a draw. Right, 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 right. It was a draw. It, it felt like they oh, won because like, we were going to lose. Like so, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It felt like a loss. Uh, felt like a win. But um, so, yeah, so there's that. So if you want to hear more about that, uh, I'll be talking about that on the days I know tomorrow. And then um, the Twins um, completed a really successful um, uh, series against the Rangers today. They came from behind to uh, beat the Rangers, I believe, in 13 innings. Um, Ma? On six. On uh, and they won on Thursday and Friday as well. So they went three and one against the Texas Rangers, who were in first place in the AL West when they started the series and are now not in first place anymore. Um, the only problem is that they lost two to Milwaukee um, earlier in the week as well. So, um, so yeah, that's uh, that's kind of the sports news um, I'm coming out yeah, I, so far. I like usually don't really follow the Twins until like they get in the playoffs, but since we've like had this podcast, I feel like more compelled. Like I have to listen to it, even though I'm not getting paid for this and it's just like a hobby. But so I, I listen to the Minnesota Sports Show with uh, Joe Mackey and and uh, Judd Zolgad a lot, and I would just like always skip like the Twins episodes, but I've been listening to them lately right. because of the podcast. But it, it has it has been like interesting because without college and like pro football there is a little bit of a gap here where we're getting to the playoffs so it's getting more interesting and i'm i'm kind of a cubs fan first and foremost and they could maybe sneak into like a wild card but again i don't like watch a ton of baseball i kind of just like look at them in the standings and like check their twitter and like see how they did and stuff and maybe sometimes look at box scores but it has been more interesting to be like a little bit more invested in the twins even though i haven't watched a lot of the games i have been like following the team closer than I have in a long time. So that's been kind of great. Okay. Did we want to talk about this guy, this effing guy? So apparently there's this opinion, uh, piece writer, and you said he's like some kind of local big shot lawyer or something. So he's, you know, he's just, he's just a a fucking local lawyer who, um, has opinions and he's white and he's old. So of course he has opinions and he wants everybody to know about them. Um, this is a good thing. Even when he has no expertise on the subject whatsoever. Exactly. So I mean, this guy, this guy, if you, if you read men post, um, it's a really great, it's a really great news source. Um, it's, um, they kind of operate like NPR. So it's, you know, it's all donation based and all that. And so, you know, um, so I highly support, I recommend, um, I have a couple friends who write for them. It's, it's just a good spot. Uh, anyways, it, they post these op all the time. I mean, there's a lot of times it's, it's the one particular guy and you'll, you'll know when you see him. Anyway. He writes an op-ed um, about um, the. This, is, this op-ed came out during the Women's uh, World Cup. I think it was probably in between the quarters and the semifinals. I believe that this has been in our um, in our uh, yeah, it's been in our queue for a while. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think it was between the either between round of sixteen and the quarters or the quarters and the semifinals, and it was just a, a just a, a soccer hit piece from like the night from the nineteen eighties, um, basically. Um, it, it was a juicy article, but I will say one thing is that I do like the idea of updating rules over times. Like most, a lot of like rules that have been implemented have been really good for professional sports, like the three point line in basketball. Like, you know what I mean? Like, um, whatever. No, yeah, the, I, the forward pass in the NFL. No, but you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think I, I'm not like a purist that like the game cannot be updated, you know? So, but I mean, his, some of his ideas were fucking wacky to backing, but, uh, 
and neither and neither am I. I mean, the guy complained about the basically complained about the fact that the World Cup was happening in um, Australia and New Zealand. So the time the timing was 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 not was not great. It wasn't but, good for him. Yeah. Oh. No, no shit, Sherlock. You don't play the World Cup in in the U.S. every year. Um, and then yeah, that he they suggested some rules changes. Now, mind you, this guy has no soccer credentials whatsoever. He didn't even <laughs> yeah. play that. I coached my no, I coached, you know, the world of the game. I coached my little girl's elementary school team when she was seven years old. So I've I know soccer rules. He didn't even say that. He didn't have the the audacity to even have any sort of that false you know, bravado. And just basically, who is like, I'm a lawyer. Here's some rules I would change. Hey, to make more exciting for me, an uh, old white guy in fucking Minnesota. And so uh, he, I, I sent this to you, and you were like, actually, he's got some good points. And I was like, Eric, he does not have good points. He does. But you think he has good points. He had a couple, yeah. And I, well, they're right now. Okay. I don't know if they're good, but they're not. They're, I mean, some of them were insane. Like, part of his one of his ideas was you just come out at like halftime and kick like random penalty kicks. I mean, there were some things that were were completely asinine. Make the ball smaller, like when you start playing with a like a futsal ball. I mean, these these things are silly. I remember it kind of rem- reminded me of when um, Fox when they had hockey and they kept trying to like put all like the little effects with the fire and all the stuff on the hockey puck and tried to like jazz it up and do all these things. And people were like, what the fuck is this? You know, like, like a video game going on here. But, um, I think, uh, he did mention you could shorten the pitch slightly. That's not the craziest idea in the world. Not every soccer field is completely standard. Um, so that that's not insane. I mean, hockey, a lot of times for a while there, they thought, oh, the Olympic ice is the, you know, is the greatest thing. We got to spread them out and get bigger. And then they went back to the idea that, no, you know, smaller ice is actually better. It makes for better play. So that, that one, I don't know. I'd have to see that in action. Um, but the other thing that um, that I would propose that he didn't is that I, I would make offside somehow less ju- detrimental to the offense. Um, somebody posted the other day kind of a recycled ball where it was so hard to tell that the player was offside that was like in the six yard box. And they were like, oh, great catch that like we 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 caught this offsides. I'm sorry, but by that point, you should be able to defend the field. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I just feel like at a certain progression in the offensive side of the pitch, offside should not come into play anymore like you can't be offsides on a corner or a throw or whatever once you're like past i don't know 30 25 20 yards in i don't care about offsides anymore i just i I don't it's not give the offensive team doesn't have a huge advantage at that point and i think it kind of undermines the whole spirit of that rule for cherry picking in the first place so anyway there's rule changes that i would make that guys were pretty dumb but I'm not against rule changes in general. And I think we, I, I wanted to keep this in here because I wanted to tease that we're going to try to do like a sports rules draft at some point here once we flesh it out. So anyways, that's my, yeah. my long-winded diatribe. But yeah, that guy's insane. Yeah, no, I, again, I'm, I'm, I'm also not a traditionalist. I, I think that the, the rule changes that they've done in baseball have been amazing to make sure that people yes. still are. Yes, go faster. And, Think that put the so, put the player out there, and yeah, it's second. But here's yeah. so yes, and so yes, and the, this guy's crazy. Um, especially, I mean, it's it just make up something. Say I coach my little nephew's fucking you know four four and under futsal team, so I know soccer. Like he didn't say anything like. So I was like, <laughs> it's part of it's part of my whole thing of like, 
hey, if you are a, a white guy, a middle-aged or older white guy, um, just shut the fuck up. Like, no one wants to hear you talk. Yeah. Only I, I watched, like, a Ultimate Freebie on like, ESPN once, and I'm just like, um, hey, you know some changes I could make to your sport? Like, where, yeah. where do you get off, buddy? Yeah. Look, I don't even know what my sport is. Let me think of the sport for you. Yeah. For that I just I've watched never, once. Or never watched. Um, oh so God. here's what I propose for the sports rules draft. And okay, we can hash these. We can hash these rules out a little bit. Okay, if we want, and we can either do it next week or we can or we can wait a week or whatever. But yeah, so here's here's what I think we kind of we kind of talked about is that yep. Um, so we are gonna pick uh, um a sport. Uh, okay, we're gonna have a draft. It's we haven't figured how how many how many rounds. Um, but we're gonna have a draft, and you're gonna pick a sport, and then you are going to propose a rule to fix said sport. Okay. Here's the caveat. Okay, good. Um, is that once the once the sport is taken, neither of us, I can, no, we can't take it again. So okay. if you really, really, really want to add a four-point line in basketball, um, but you're worried that I might choose basketball, and I might say, uh, um, you know, Fucking something, something. You know, no fouls, no fouls are, no fouls are. It can be ever be called in basketball. What becomes just like fucking rugby, basically. Um, I might, I might come in and steal. Well, and that's interesting. Yeah. Well, it's now rugby, so that's so that's the caveat. So like, the same plays the sports, it cannot be played again. Um, and that okay. I mean, you could get... say that you do the same. You could do the same rules. You could say, oh, there's a four point line in 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 basketball now, and then I could say, all right, I'm gonna choose soccer, and we're gonna put a line by which. Um, if you score past that line, you get four four goals or something. So, like, if you, you have the same rule theoretically, in, oh sure, I see, I see, just in a different sport. I keep, I keep thinking of like niche sports. Like immediately, I was thinking of like tennis. Like I think I could fix tennis. Like you know, like the big team sports. There's just like you know what I mean. The thing, man. Like we don't. I think I think I would like to do this as long. Here's 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 how I think we should do it. Um, I think this might be should be one whole like one one whole episode of the podcast. Is like yeah, we should get yeah. going drafting sports. And rule changes um, until one of us run until we both we, run we out. We can't of think of any sports anymore. And like, okay. then we have to like, so, make a make. We have to draw a distinction between like sports and activities too. Like, is like you know, table tennis sport. Like, you know, uh, is golf a sport? Well, we can, I mean, we can figure of. out. We can figure. I I would I would you know typically I would agree. I would say would say no, but um, I also. <laughs> really want uh, to change table tennis. My dad's gonna be so mad. Why do you, my dad's gonna be so mad when he listens to this podcast. Let's find a working definition of sport, or maybe we just like maybe we just start a Google Doc and we just start typing, yeah, that we would, yeah, sure. So. And that way we kind of have a master list of sports right. that we can cross off when they're taken so we don't duplicate or, or double things. Up. I so, think that would be right, really look, fun. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I think that's, I think those are some good rules. Let's, let's workshop them maybe. Okay. Um, and if we're ready to go next week, we can go next week. Otherwise, we can maybe wait um, or, or record a special, uh, maybe special. podcast. Or yeah. Special. I think special. Just the draft. So, um, okay. Yeah. Cool. All right, so this is one that you put in there next week, and okay, now um, for our, we have to note the time for our non-sports fans. Uh, you can, you're that you're joining us now. Um, okay, so last week we did scariest movie, and you had uh, in there defend the most garbage movie that you love, and and I immediately thought of this movie, and I and I teased that um, my brother was gonna um, be mad about this, and so he had a big like housewarming party at his house yesterday, and he would not give up trying to guess the movie, and I'm like, you're gonna ruin the fun, dude. Just like let it let you be surprised, but he could not do it, so he kept guessing movies until he finally got it right. But anyways. 
1994. I was 14 years old. Ray Liotta was like my favorite actor. Still, still love the guy. Uh, R.I.P. Um, I'm also a sucker for dystopian books and movies like the entire genre tv shows i'm just it cannot be like i love like historical fiction and dystopian shows like i will have such a longer leash for like historical fiction if like the costumes are fantastic like the battle scenes are like well done then i'm like oh the plot it's not as big of a deal as um, i'll be like much pickier in other types of genre so anyway this movie is called no escape um i am guessing that it is absolutely terrible like it, it's probably not a good movie is what i'm guessing but me and my brother loved it it's got to be one of the movies i've seen the most times in my life like up there with shawshank redemption and just all those movies that you've seen like eight bajillion times um i i probably watched it 40 times from age 14 to 16. Um, Ray, Ray Leon is a complete bat, badass in it. Um, it's set in 2022, by the way. So if you go watch it, just keep that in mind. Um, just really quickly, he's a prisoner in the future, right? They drop him onto this island. I don't even remember what cockamamie reason it was why. But there's this crazy authoritarian, like, evil group. And then there's, you know, they put all the people on the island that are kind of the psychos that are like the warmongering type people. And then there's people who probably got popped for like tax evasion that are there that are just kind of trying to have like a chill civilization. And um, and it's just, it's just a really good movie. Like they kind of had to live like, you know, off the land and like make all these things. And it was like innovative. And um, anyways, it's really good. Also, it kind of reminded me of Waterworld, which is like kind of the biggest bomb like j like peep joke of a movie but i think people are starting to finally like come around on it that it's been it's almost like it went too far and people were like it's the worst movie ever and people are like well it wasn't that bad and i actually liked it when it came out and it's a lot of times it's all about expectations too like people are saying like so so terrible it's the worst movie when i saw it i was like i kind of liked it so anyway uh <laughs> did, did you did you like Waterworld? <laughs> I like water. Um, you liked it, didn't you? I mean, a little bit. No, I. I, I don't think I've to be fair. I've only ever seen it the one time. I was not a okay. fan of it when I saw it. But again, I saw like thirteen or fourteen when it came out. And I think that was not necessarily the uh, the genre of movie that I was that I was interested in watching. Um, the the it's funny that you mentioned No Escape because I think um, your garbage movie that you love and my garbage movie um, are are very simpatico um and i have several but the one of the one I'll, I'll mention here is demolition man yeah it's my my brother my was one of my brother's it's guesses was demolition man he was like it's not demolition man I'm like no i think that was like a good movie actually but probably no, 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 no. But no it's it is yes no no it is it is not a good movie um damn it dude childhood Malcolm, Malcolm, again it's it's Set in um, <laughs> set in the future. This one is set in 2032. So we're still oh, yeah, we don't well. From, okay, okay. From Taco Bell being from Taco Bell being the 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 you know the cuisine of the masses, right? And uh, the three seashells. I'm really looking forward to. Yeah, the crazy thing about this is like the Sylvester Stallone character is a cop who's like uh, cryogenically frozen in 1996. <laughs> um, and and uh, yeah, it's just crazy. Like there's they thaw, they thaw criminals. Well, Wesley Phoenix, or sorry, not Wesley Phoenix, Simon Phoenix, but he snipes. It's just absolutely batshit crazy in this movie. Um, Wesley Snipes, also, the sweet uh, hair, the blonde hair. So yeah, cool. One of Sandy, one of Sandy Bullock's first, uh, first starring yeah. roles, as a matter of fact, as well. So, 
Um, it was, uh, it was fucking crazy. And I don't understand how this movie gets made. Um, it's based, you know, it, it's basically, um, uh, based on kind of a brave new world character and things like that. Um, it, it's just a, I was going to say this one. And then the other one that I really, um, it was a 1999 movie called Cruel Intentions. I don't know if you've ever seen Oh, yeah. Yeah. But that was horny as a movie for teenagers. Yes. Oh, and I recommended it to like my community. I liked it so much, like, because I was like 19 and I just, I really liked that movie, like, a lot, like, me and my girlfriend at the time. And I recommended it to like my mom and my aunt. And they were like, that was the worst fucking movie. And I was just like, oh. I liked it. Yeah. Oh man. And my my brother did the guess Judgment Night, which I thought was a was a good guess. Also, um, that that was definitely. Yeah. 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 There there was that that ninety two to like ninety five era. There was a lot a lot to pick from in there. <laughs> a lot. Yes. Absolutely. Uh, and, and good times. Yeah, Sylvester Stallone, Wesley Snipes, Sandra Bullock, and, and also just yeah. I mean, Taco Bell is the is the height of uh, cuisine. And in in this uh, oh, in this particular world that is created, so we might have to do a rewatch movie. I know this is that you have another show where you do a lot of like rewatch movies, but it would be fun to do a couple of these. Uh, that I would get a kick out of doing Demolition Man. I bet. Yeah, you know, a Demolition Man is, I believe, on HBO Max. Maybe. Oh, I have that. We can watch that for sure. Um, I can, I can, I can find out pretty quickly. So yeah, that I think actually, you know, this. A, a, a segment like this or whatever, talking about, you know, a favorite, I mean, we talk about, we get, you know, to particular, um, genre, we can pick a genre or whatever and talk about our favorite you know, film or whatever in that genre, you know, I think might, might be something we could keep going with, man. So, oh, yeah, I could, I, 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 yeah. I have a long list of dystopian ones. I, I love them and TV shows like man, in the high castle, all that. Love them. Um, okay. Going back to school here soon. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, my kids are getting bored. I'm starting to get worried about too much screen time, whatnot. So um, I, you know, the fall weather is coming, and and I'm looking forward to that. So um, I don't know if it if it impacts you a lot, but uh, does, is your fall um, going to be any different here? A little bit. Ragnar's going to pre-K, so he'll be okay. going to um, uh, you know, five days a week. Um, like 9 a.m to 4 p.m um every day so so that'd be new um we're in we're you know we're getting back from new york uh, from new york uh tomorrow and he's not actually going back to the daycare he's been at he we're just gonna for the week or whatever the in between when we get back and when his school actually starts um to have him just bum around with me here or with the family so um so yeah it'll be it'll be a little different with uh not bringing him to daycare the three days a week. Yeah, for sure. He would normally go. So, yeah, I'm excited because yeah. my um my little one's going to kindergarten and um my my older daughter it's her last year of elementary school so they'll be able to ride the bus together for a year so they're they're pretty stoked about that. Oh, so, nice. Yeah. Cool. All right, so the last thing I had for tonight, so I've been, you know, I get like kind of obsessive with things and lately I've been kind of obsessed with um, running and lifting weights and I was just seeing if uh. If uh, I know, I know you are. I mentioned your uh, your thoughts on on running, but I wasn't sure about like lifting or or yoga or martial arts or finding kind of those things that you do. But um, I don't know. I've I felt it. It's kind of good with just kind of dealing with my anxiety that I have. Um, I've gone through phases in my life where like 
I've really enjoyed it. But then there's times where I kind of just do it like eating your vegetables because like you're supposed to or whatever. And lately I've kind of been forced into changing up my program. I used to kind of always lift like eight to 10 reps, three sets, and just kind of go like as heavy as I could. But I've been getting a lot of like tendonitis. And so I really dropped down the weights a lot, like much lighter. And, um, and I've just, I've lost like eight to 10 pounds over the last probably month or so from just lifting like a lot of reps, lifting more for like aerobically. And then also I've been running more. So I don't know, just, do you have any kind of things you do for, for weight training or alternative workout oh. things like yoga or anything? <laughs> Yeah, um, not, you know, not much. Um, lifting up and throwing my kids around is is the, when, all when, the when you when training. you wrestled when you wrestled did you lift? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. So yeah, it's something I, I get. I'm kind of like you. I get, I get it in bits and spurts. Um, like right now we don't like when I have a gym membership. I I tend to do a lot more lifting because it's easier. But you know we. Um, I can't remember, we were just like pairing stuff down, subscriptions and things like that with the kids yeah. in the summertime. We were, it wasn't really making sense to do it. So hopefully, you know, once it gets a little, um, you know, the weather gets a little cooler or whatever, we might hopefully jump back in and, and get, you know, I, like YMC membership or something like that. So it can, can hit, so hit the weight again. But yeah, I'm, I'm more of a, um, like tone, you know, tone more so than, than building mass or, um, you know, tearing muscles and stuff. It's more about just maintaining tone and, and all that for me when I do it, at least now. Yeah. yeah. Now they're getting older. It's just, I don't care about like, Oh, trying to be cool or like, look like I can do a lot or anything. I'm just like, I just want to like get my heart rate down and like eat my little baby aspirin in the morning. And yeah. Just, uh, you know, more for, uh, for health. But, um, I also gives me a time to just kind of clear my head and like listen to podcasts and, that type of thing. So I don't know. I, I, I like it. I also bought some weights um, during COVID, which has kind of been really um, convenient for me because um, now it's just like I work right in my room. I've got like a little weight rack in my room. So like between meetings, I can just kind of do a couple sets or whatever. And so I still like going to the gym because I like seeing people a lot. And it's one of the only parts of the day where I kind of have like social interaction with uh, people. Um, sometimes like the only part of my day, but I, it, it is nice to have just a few sets of free weights and stuff where I can, I can do stuff, some stuff, some stuff out of here. So anyways, um, well, yeah. I think that we're probably kind of try to keep it a shorty, um, for tonight since, uh, you're in New York and, uh, you've got a big, big day tomorrow with traveling and whatnot, okay. but was there anything else that, um, yeah. you want to touch on? Um, not that I could think of, um. Yeah, hit us up if you have your your garbage movies that you that you love to defend, um, or if there's a particular genre of movies you want us to talk about, and and you know maybe come up with like top five lists or something like that. I think that would be something we oh, could yeah. do. That'd be fun. Um, like rom coms and yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure, comedies. So. Yeah, cool. Well, uh, I am yeah. I am uh, Eric Grady at Big Game Grade A twenty seven on Twitter. I'm sure most of you know that because I post like 20 tweets a day. Mr. Zeller, you are at? Uh, Texas Zeller. Texas Zeller, like yes. The state and my last name. And we both got the blue sky. Um, I I think I'm like E-grade A or something. I should have wrote that in here, but um, I'm only friends with Abe so far, so I, it's it's, it's going to be a slow build, I think. And you are okay. Texas Zeller also at yeah. .bfk. You can friend me. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. I'm not going to go find you, but if you friend me. Hopefully I can figure that out. 
Uh, sounds good, buddy. Have a have a good uh, safe travels back, and thanks for uh, thanks. for doing this tonight. Appreciate it. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, we'll talk to you. We'll talk to you all uh, early next week, and Eric, I'll probably talk to you sometime later this week, bud. Sounds good. Have a good night. Cheers. And if you like fishing grits and all the pimp shit, everybody let me hear you say, oh yeah, girl, now throw your hands up.